What up, everybody? It's Marcus Grant. It's Matt Harmon. Mike, the fantasy hitman, right? From NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. From the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. And you listen to the No Halftime Podcast. You are listening to the No Halftime Podcast. You are listening to the No Halftime Podcast. You know what it is. No, 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 no Halftime. What up, No Halftime Squad? I appreciate you for joining me today. We're going to knock this out a little three for three. Little three for three, three of the hottest topics in sports. I want to knock them out really quick with you on a solo, solo, solo episode. Episode. That's right. When I do these three for threes, it's a solo episode. Three of the hottest topics in sports. Three of the topics that are either bugging me, driving me crazy, getting me excited for something, uh, just controversial, uh, something I want, you know, just to see what you guys are thinking, where you guys are at with these topics. So, We don't put any time limit on these episodes. We don't put any kind of restrictions on these episodes. We can go anywhere with these episodes. So three for three, the topics of the the day. Right now, what I want to start with, I think this is a good one, is Jalen Ramsey has rated NFL quarterbacks. Right, he has rated them. He has given them a little bit of a ranking system, right? He was asked about these quarterbacks. Um, They were in a, uh, they were actually in GQ magazine, uh, which is interesting. I, you know, they went they went that way with him. But, um, you know, he went – obviously, we all know right now Jalen Ramsey is suspended, actually, until Monday. Um, the team decided to suspend him because of the actions that he had with uh, the media. He, like, threatened one of the reporters or something, sort of threatened, you know, through Twitter. Um, so he's suspended, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't know when this article was actually done. So I don't know when it was actually – you know, when he actually spoke on these things. But he basically, you know – was asked about certain quarterbacks. Um, he was asked about a lot of quarterbacks. I'm looking at a list right now, actually, on ESPN.com. Uh, I don't know if this was all that he was asked about or if this is just a list they put together from what he was asked about, but let's run down some of these because I think they're hilarious. I'm just literally going to say the quarterback and say what he said about them. Um, the the ones that caused you know a lot of the, the, the most attention, I would say, uh, the first one was Josh Allen, the rookie quarterback in Buffalo. He said that Josh Allen is trash. He said, I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash, and it's going to show, too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We played them this year, and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. He played at Wyoming. Every time they played a big school, like they played Iowa State, which is not a big school in my opinion because I went to Florida State. And he threw five interceptions, and they lost by a couple of touchdowns or something like that. He never beat a big school. He said, if you look at his games against big schools, it's always hella interceptions, hella turnovers. It's like, yo, if you're this good, why couldn't you do better? He fits the mold. He's big, tall quarterback, big arm, supposedly. I don't see it personally. So he went in on he went in on uh, Josh Allen, and we all know... Jalen Ramsey isn't the type to mince words. He's not the type to hold back how he feels, hence why he is suspended. But let's go ahead and uh, let me just run on the list here that we got here. We got Baker Mayfield. He said he gets how he was a top pick. Uh, Jackson in, in Baltimore, he said he's going to do a good job. Joe Flacco, the starting quarterback in Baltimore, he said he sucks. <laughs> Rodgers, he said doesn't suck. Tom Brady doesn't suck. Well, at least we know he was smart there. He didn't he didn't get crazy with either one of those guys. Um, Tyrod Taylor, he says, is underrated. Mariota is a good game manager. Garoppolo, guess he's good. I guess, right? He's, he's not fully committed to it. He, I guess he's good. Uh, Watson, Deshaun Watson, who you guys know I love, he says, will be an MVP. 
Same goes for Wentz, will be an MVP. Uh, Jared Goff, he says average to above average. I know Los Angeles fans aren't happy to hear that. In Dallas, he says that Dak Prescott is okay. Many people would agree with you there, Jalen. Kirk Cousins, he says, is a winner. That's an interesting uh, interesting way to put it. Russell Wilson, he says, is just good. He put good. That's it. That's all it says here, at least on the list. Uh, Roethlisberger, decent at best. Yikes. Decent at best. Okay. Manning, Odell makes him. Okay. I mean, does Odell make Eli Manning? I don't know. Of course, he makes him much better. Nobody would argue that that's the case for any quarterback, that a guy like Odell would make him better. Uh, Bortles, he put, Blake, do what he got to do. I'm not exactly sure what he has to do because he doesn't do much for you there, Jalen. So I'm not sure. Of course, he has to say that. That's a safe way out. But I would be curious what Jalen would really think if Bortles wasn't his teammate. Because I'm pretty sure if Bortles wasn't his teammate, he'd be one of his favorite quarterbacks in the league because he would guarantee he'd get an interception every game he played against him. Nice way to ride the fence for your quarterback. Uh, Nick Foles, good enough to win a Super Bowl. Drew Brees, really good. Luck, don't think he's good. Okay. Stafford, he's straight. Tannehill, haven't heard good things. And Matt Ryan is overrated. I'm curious what you guys think about these. Obviously, the fans of these quarterbacks would not agree unless he said a good thing about your favorite quarterback. Uh, but like, for instance, with Matt Ryan, he said, I think Matt Ryan's overrated. You can't tell me you win MVP two years ago. And then last year, you a complete bust and you still got Julio Jones. There's no way that should ever happen. I don't care. You know what that tells me? That tells me Shanahan left, went to San Francisco, got Garoppolo, made Garoppolo this big thing, and now Garoppolo is a big name, and now Ryan has this bad year. All right, well, was it really you or was it your coach? He was doing what was asked of him, and it was making him look really, really good. I mean, it's hard to argue the point, you know, right now at the moment. Many people think that, you know, Matt Ryan will have a bounce back season, so we'll we'll see how accurate Jalen is there with that. But you can't just write off the guy's year either. Um, it was a, it was a great year. He's always been serviceable. Overrated is perspective based, right? Just depends on how you feel about him. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious what you guys think. What do you think out of all these was most accurate from Jalen Ramsey? And which one do you think he was the most off on? Clearly, I think he's most off on Blake Bortles because Blake Bortles do what he got to do. I'm not sure what that exactly means because I don't think it really makes sense. He's the only guy he said that about. That he just does what he has to do. Does he though? Does Blake Bortles do what he has to do? Because last time I checked, you know, a lot of people aren't that much of a fan of Blake Bortles. So you may be the only fan, Jalen Ramsey. That's fair. That's fair. If you want to be the only fan, it's cool. So definitely off on that one. I like some of the takes. And obviously Jalen Ramsey knows who he's talking about. He's a cornerback in the league. One of the best cornerbacks in the league. It's hard to argue otherwise. We'll, we'll, we'll see how these pan out for this year. I just think it's interesting. I've never seen a quarterback do this. I've never seen a player do it really where he just, you know, listed a bunch of quarterbacks and what he thought of them. So it was just cool to see that take um, and kind of see what he thought. Um, stay, staying in football really, really quick. My second topic of the day that I want to talk about was Antonio Callaway. You're asking why? No, you're not because you know why. Hard knocks, the Browns, legal issues, trouble in college, great talent. 
I think it's cool that the Browns are giving him a chance still. They obviously have given a long, uh, you know, a lot of chances to Josh Gordon. So we know that um, they're for real with giving chances to these guys. Um, you know, Antonio Callaway is probably the reason they traded away Coleman because Coleman wasn't panning out the way they wanted him to. It seemed like, of course, if you watch Hard Knocks, there was some attitude issues there. He wasn't happy with the way he was going. And he said, just trade me if you're not going to use me. And that's exactly what they did. Sometimes you get exactly what you're asking for. So I hope when you ask for something, it's what you really mean. Uh, but yeah, so Callaway is going to do a great job replacing Coleman. Whether he can keep everything straight in line is kind of the question here at this point. You know, if you watch Hard Knocks, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but you know, you may want to fast forward this episode a little bit. But if you haven't, I mean, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, obviously, you see in the news, Callaway got in trouble, and on the episode, the way he found the, the way the team found out was through the news. Callaway didn't actually tell them, so that creates an issue. Obviously, right? Not only are you getting in trouble by the law, but you're not telling us about your issues with the law. Uh, which is a bad sign, but he's a young kid. He's a young kid who has a tough past, a young kid trying to overcome that past, trying to be a professional athlete. The Browns are giving him a chance to do that because they know he's special talent-wise. I thought it was really interesting um, how tuned in, how dialed in the coaches and stuff were on the hard knocks. They could tell that he was off. They could tell just from his demeanor, the look in his eyes, the way he carried himself the day, the day after he got in trouble that he was something was not right, right? Um, he obviously didn't tell them, like I said, but you know they could sense it in the first preseason game of the week, uh, week one. He balled out. He did great. Hugh Jackson took this interesting approach, which I'm not sure how I feel about it. As far as they made Callaway play the whole game. In most cases, you're used to teams not allowing the player to play at all when they get in trouble. Hence Jalen Ramsey's suspension. But in this case, they flipped a script. And they made him play the whole game. I find that interesting. I'm not sure if it's the right, you know, right way to attack this. I don't know if there is a way, right way, right way to attack it. So maybe it was, you know, maybe it was the right way for Callaway. But he had a great game. It showed why they're believing in him. It showed why they're giving him a second chance. I like what um, Haley said to uh, to uh, Jarvis Landry in that game on Hard Knocks. You see him say to him, he said, "Hey, you need to take that kid on." I don't care if he's fucking living at your house. We can't have him fuck up. Can you do that? You got all this passion. Just take the kid under your wing. Larry Fitzgerald Wood. Larry Fitzgerald Wood. That was the line right there that I'm sure Jarvis Landry already seemed like he was down for it. But when you say Larry Fitzgerald Wood, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, you know, what would Jesus do kind of thing? Larry Fitzgerald, if Larry Fitzgerald will do it, then you probably should do it. And if you want to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver one day or be looked at as a top-level professional athlete, then you should do what Larry Fitzgerald does. Nice play, Todd Haley. Nice play, sir. I hope Landry does take him under his wing. I hope Landry does get him together. I hope Callaway does pull it together himself, and I hope everything rolls. If it does, think about Cleveland's wide receivers. Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, Callaway. Super, super talented players at wide receiver. Not to mention if they sign a fourth guy like Des Bryant, and that's the wild card, Des Bryant in Cleveland. That would be interesting. We had a poll up on a, a poll up on Twitter that we posted today asking 
our, our, our Twitter squad out there, the No Halftime Squad on Twitter, if they felt that the Browns would sign um, Des Bryant. And as of right now, let's see what the latest results say. The question was, do you think Des Bryant will sign with the Browns? And 75% of the votes so far say yes. So everyone is, is believing it's leaning that way, uh, except for you know a quarter of you guys. But yeah, we have a lot of those polls on Twitter, so definitely check those out. We'd like you guys to be a part of them. Um, it's definitely uh, you know definitely cool to get your guys' input and your thoughts on things and see kind of how, how you feel about these things. The last thing I want to talk about in the three for three, three for three, is Kyle Kuzma, the Kuz. What this guy? Listen, Kyle Kuzma is a funny guy, right? And he's a he's an interesting cat. He, he he's not he's good on social media. He's your modern day player as far as the way he embraces social media, the media in general, and he's a talented guy. However, Kyle Kuzma is excited about the new additions in Los Angeles. It's totally understandable. He should be, right? He shouldn't be depressed. He shouldn't be sad about it. <laughs> but what I find interesting is that while he was doing uh, something at, uh, in his hometown for the YMCA for kids, um, he, he made the statement, and we think that a lot of people are underestimating us. It is definitely going to be fun playing with all these new guys. A lot of people say we got a lot of different people, a lot of new people, but change can be a good thing. It is not necessarily always a bad thing. There's a lot of teams in the NBA that need to work on their chemistry. We are just one of them. What line am I, am I, am I is sticking out here to me, guys? Which line do you think it is? It's the opening line. And we think that a lot of people are underestimating us. Really, Kyle? Who is underestimating the Lakers right now? I would love to hear one person stand up and say that a team with LeBron James is being underestimated. I would love to find out. I would love to know the person who doesn't believe in the team with LeBron James. I would love to, I would love to have a conversation with you because I don't understand how you can underestimate a team that has the best player in the world that's won everywhere he's gone. Now, do you think he's going to beat the Warriors this year? I don't know. I don't know if you believe that or not. Is it crazy if you don't think that they're going to beat the Warriors? No, because the Warriors are the best team in the league, and they've proven that over and over. Underestimate, though? Nobody's underestimating what LeBron James can do. Nobody's doing that. Is it because we're not saying that you're going to win a championship this year? That, that, that's, that's not underestimating the Lakers. No one no one thinks the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs. If you do, you're crazy. No one thinks the, the Lakers aren't going to be competitive. If you do, you're crazy. The only thing you can say is, I don't think the Lakers are going to win a championship this year. If they're going to win a championship, championship and maybe in a couple years. Um, I don't think they'll ever do it while Golden State's together like this. Whatever the case is, no one's underestimating you. Underestimating you is thinking you ain't going to do shit. And you, and you end up doing something. No one in their right mind is saying a LeBron James-led team is not going to do well. I don't know how you can get that from anything. Do you want to be the underdog? I'm sure you do. It's nice being the underdog. I'm sure you want that on you. I'm sure you want this us-against-the-world mentality, but it's just not really true. You're a Laker. You have one of the biggest fan bases in the world. You have LeBron James, the greatest basketball player in the world. There's no way you're underestimated. I get it's a cool position to play. It's just not real, though. It's not real because people believe you could win a championship. 
There's plenty of people who believe you can win a championship. There's plenty of people who don't doubt LeBron James at all for any reason at all. And, and if they do doubt you, it's because of the Golden State Warriors. It's not because they don't believe in you. It's your opponent who has like a, a starting lineup of all-stars. It's understandable. There's no underestimation here. It's understandable. Kyle, you're going to have a good team. You have LeBron James. You have a bunch of young, talented guys. You have some good veterans. You're going to be fine. No one doesn't believe in you guys. They just don't believe you could beat the Warriors. And they're not wrong. It's fair. It's a fair argument. I think you guys will be great. You're going to do fine. Again, will you beat the Warriors? That's the, tr- that's the true question. No one's underestimating you. The only way you can say we're underestimating is if you think it's a really good shot you're going to beat the Warriors and we don't believe you. And that's fair. You have to prove yourself. You have to prove it. Good luck to the Lakers this year. Good good luck to LeBron James. Good luck to Kyle. I'm sure he'll have his best season yet. Good luck to everybody in LA and Los Angeles, but underestimated. Maybe it was just a poor choice of words. Maybe you just, you know, poor choice of words. It's not a big deal, but you're not underestimated though. But what would Larry do? What would, what would Larry Fitzgerald do right now? Do what he would do. <laughs> Listen, guys, that is it. That is the three for three today. I appreciate you guys for joining me as always. Be on the lookout for more debate episodes, more for three for three episodes, more guest interviews. We got a lot of fun stuff lined up for you. A lot of great things. Don't forget, if you don't already have the No Halftime app, go ahead and download it. You can just visit nohalftime.com. It's probably the easiest way to download it or your app store on, on, on Apple. Uh, download it. Use the promo code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Get a free $5 challenge. Um, the football season is here. Fancy football is here. We're actually already playing games on there for preseason. There's people winning money on there right now preseason. It's, it's, it's a little different of a game. I'm not going to lie. When you're doing preseason, the strategy is a different game, folks. It's just different. You're using backup quarterbacks, backup running back, guys trying to make the team. It's a different animal, but it's fun. It's a different kind of challenge. You can't get it anywhere else. Again, no halftime. There's no drafts. There's no salary caps. There's no you drafting seven, eight, nine, ten guys and hoping every single one of them hits so you can win a million dollars. There's no um, you know drafting a whole team and, and and trying to make it all work. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not what no halftime is. It's a different game. It's a really fun game, and it's good for beginners. It's good for veterans. It's good for your friends and family and little bets and challenges you want to settle with each other. It's good for your podcast arguments. It's good for your blog articles. It's good for so much stuff. Um, so definitely download the app, use the promo code, cause I want you guys to get that free challenge in. Um, but definitely we love you guys. Make sure you hit subscribe. It's helping, it helps grow the podcast. It helps us get the word out a little, a little more, uh, and, and helps bring more people to the family. So no halftime squad. I'll catch you guys later. I'm out.